0: Pride, it's a thing you hear when you talk to a Ford of Canada employee. Meet Sasha. Being a fourth generation employee is very special. I can still remember my grandfather, how happy he was to hear that I was gonna continue on the tradition. For anyone who used to drive a car, they would love an Echo Sport. Right now, get over $2,500 in total price adjustments on the 2019 Ford Sport Titanium. Hurry in, Ford employee pricing and September 30th. It's your last chance to get Ford employee pricing. To learn more, click on the banner.
1: Week 1 is here, people in the National Football League, and of course, your Cleveland Browns. It's time. It is go time, baby. Andy McNamara here with the Doghouse, your inside look at the Cleveland Browns, alongside Matt Florjancik from WKYC Sports in Cleveland, brought to you by Cleveland Whiskey. It'll be celebratory toasts this weekend with your Cleveland Whiskey. Head on over to clevelandwhiskey.com, right out of Cleveland, Ohio check them out there. Uh, They're in liquor stores all over the city, all over the state, all over the country. So if you're outside of Ohio, you can still grab your Cleveland whiskey. Just head over to clevelandwhiskey.com. Check out a location near you. Try the Underground Series, the award winning whiskeys and bourbons, the Black Cherry, the Hickory Wood. I'm trying right now is phenomenal. Uh, The original, so many different tastes and flavors on Instagram at Cleveland Whiskey, on Twitter at Cleve Whiskey. Matt, the preseason's over. The talking's over. It is time to take down the Tennessee Titans and start this season off right. How you feeling?
0: Good, man. Probably better I this than any other point in the ten years, uh, ten other seasons that I've been covering this team. Really optimistic about what this team can do, and I think it is all predicated on. How well they start off. We know that there are tough games coming up here early in the first half of the season, but getting off to a one zero start would be huge for this organization. It would. It would not. It's only been done once since '99.
1: Well, that's it. One eighteen and one. So th- this is the this is the point. Because Matt, I can't. I don't want to deal with the national media. Maybe it's more selfish than anything. I don't want to deal with all the national media if the Browns lose. oh, they can't even beat the Titans. Same old Browns, blah, blah, and just people dumping on it. Because we've gone from the lovable losers who people rooted for to the Browns being talked about so much. And now people are against us. That's how Baker and Freddie Kitchens like it. So I'm down with it. Us against the world. Cleveland against the world. But Matt, it'd be great to just slap everyone in the mouth, all the haters and doubters, and just say, hey, this is how we're starting out. Let's do it.
0: Yeah, no question about that. You, you want to send a message, and for all the talk that has been done, and not necessarily by the team, but just about the team, this is their chance to answer the bell. And they get a good opponent first game out. The, Tennessee is a, a very good football team. They're still working out some things, whether they think Mariota is the quarterback for the future or not but they still have a lot of talent that you have to respect. Mm -hmm. And defensively, they're extremely physical. So you know you're going to get tested early and often against this team. And you have a lot to prove and live up to, and I think this team's primed and ready to do it.
1: And, Matt, that's what we're going to talk about is the matchups. Now, it came out as well, another starting offensive lineman for the Tennessee Titans, is out. So they have two backups. They're missing their offensive left tackle, their uh, uh, Taylor Luan. And now they are, so they have a backup there. Miles Garrett licking his chops. Now I think it's a guard that's out. And if you're the, let's start on the Browns defense, who they only all played together for what, six snaps against Tampa Bay. Oh, Matt, two backups, Miles Garrett on one side, Olivier Vernon on the other, Ogan Joby and Richardson plug in the middle. Like, Boy, Mariota better have his boots on to run to run Sunday.
0: Yeah, I really liked what I saw out of that defensive line when they played against Tampa. It was really our only extended look at them throughout all of training camp and the preseason, and they know how to get back to the quarterback. And I think with Miles, uh, their teams are going to have to account for him with more than one body. And that means that you have to shed help from other Areas which opens up guys like a pro uh, pro bowl caliber players in Olivier Vernon, Sheldon Richardson, and Larry Ogan on that front to to wreak havoc, I guess, opposing offenses. And that's going to be fun to watch. Miles may not get the sacks, but he's going to be directly responsible for 90% of that defensive line's
1: production, right? Because you have to always account for him, you have to keep him. you have to keep track of Miles Garrett, because if you don't, he will destroy you, and Olivier Vernon is going to be a direct beneficiary of that. The great part, too, is, Matt, with how that line is built, the pressure, you can send the front four and drop everybody back, like we saw in that preseason game, and that's where you get coverage sacks. That's where everyone's able to drop back. Mariota, not the strongest arm, not the best thrower, looks to move, so if he can't go through his reads, he's going to be gobbled up. Uh, and, and really pinned in. So if you can pin him in, we could be talking turnovers, we could be talking sacks. Like This has the potential with a two-backup offensive line be a defensive masterpiece for Cleveland and new defensive coordinator Steve Wilkes. I
0: really like the mindset of this group. Um, they all know their assignments, they all play within the system, but they all have the freedom to go make plays if it's fair. Yeah. Miles was saying a a bunch of times during the offseason that he was only allowed to have two moves under Greg Williams. Hmm. He still had 13.5 sacks last year. You give Miles Garrett freedom to use every tool in the toolbox? Yes, please. Man, double-digit sacks with only two moves. I mean, man, that tells you how good athletically he really is.
1: Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, like there's that. Then we got the cornerbacks and everything. But, Matt, what stands out to me, of course, is the new shiny toys on offense, Odell Beckham Jr., regular season game. Now, Matt, give us an update. How concerned should we be about this hip thing? Because OBJ was saying it's something that he kind of looked like he was maybe toying with us a little bit, that he hasn't been able to open up but could. Is this, is this kind of like mental gamesmanship on the Browns part, or, or is this a concern?
0: I'm not overly concerned. If I see 13 on the field on game day, I know he's as right as he can be. Um, whether or not he'll have another year, if he can get over what he's dealing with, maybe. Hmm. It's pretty scary what he's able to do when he doesn't have that year. I'll tell you that much. In practice, yep. he's, he's damn impressive.
1: Yep. yep. So you have that. Then, of course, Jarvis Landry. I think when you run down the offense, it's going to be very interesting to track because where Jarvis Landry and all the receivers are now slotted down into a more comfortable spot where they really should be, is OBJ is going to garner the attention, but now Jarvis can fall back into his much more comfortable number two spot. And then what do you do with Hollywood Higgins on the outside? Is Ratley going to be uh, doing anything? Um, is Taylor LeJuan starting or is he going to sit? I thought that was kind of an in-between, right? Is he sitting? The new wide receiver. Taylor LeJuan's out. Uh, sorry, not Taylor LeJuan. Um You're talking
0: Taylor Taylor, Taiwan, or Taywan? Ta- Taiwan Taylor, it. yeah. Um, yeah, I think, I don't know if they can get through a game of four receivers. So I think he will be active and they will play him. Okay. In what role, I don't know. But going into a game of four receivers, a little dicey, especially considering the three of those guys didn't play a lick in the preseason. Because right, I think Raleigh got a little bit in the end, but he missed all essentially all the camp.
1: Well, yeah. So you have him out. Um, yeah. So uh, Taywan Taylor, I like the speed of the man. I think he's somebody that they they were especially with Antonio Callaway out, they were missing a, a speed guy or someone in the slot that had that that over the top or can make a guy miss and really make you pay speed. I think Taylor does that, and maybe it's something as simple as okay, you know what? It'll be a simplified package for you. Uh, He was saying he's been studying a ton, and uh, Baker's been talking to him and all that, so I'm sure they'll be fine, but just having that little bit of a different look speed-wise, I think, is is important. Because the Titans' defense, as boring of a team as they are overall, the defense is still pretty good. Yeah. They're going to have to do things
0: to get their playmakers open because everybody in the world knows who their playmakers are. Yeah. So the Browns are going to have to go in knowing that there are going to be games where Odell gets double teamed. There's going to be games where you know, Nick Chubb has to catch the ball in the backfield. There's going to be games where Jarvis Landry is taken away by a nickel corner. Yeah. You have to figure out how to combat that. And that's the, the great unknown right now because – Again, their head coach has never done this before. And we're in with a completely rebuilt staff, so we don't actually know until game day what it's going to look like. Right. But I, to me, though, I'm not as worried because back even a couple of years ago, if you took one player away, the team was done.
1: Right. Now,
0: if you take Odell away, that means you have Higgins one-on-one coverage. Landry, one-on-one coverage or streaking open on a crossing route over the middle of the field. Chubb, all he has to do is get through the hole and then he's gone to daylight. But this is a good problem to have. <laughs> this is why John Dorsey loaded this offense with skill position players because he knows that as long as the line gives the quarterback enough time and then opens the holes for the running backs, these guys can be
1: really special. Right, and I'm just reading in the Browns game release, Last time the Browns played the Titans in September was September 20, 2015. And Matt, by God, our old buddy Jonathan Football won the game. The Browns took it 28-14, to 14, two touchdowns for Johnny over Mariota. Oh, my gosh. Isaiah Crowell went for 72 yards on 15 carries. Duke Johnson, I'm just reading it now. Wow. different. T- let, let, let me say this. I feel a whole lot better about even though we beat them in 2015, a whole lot better about this team than, than that team, especially quarterback-wise. Uh, Matt, when it comes to Baker Mayfield and Freddie Kitchens and this, this offense, preseason, yeah, it's vanilla and all that, but I just kind of get a feeling like they're going to want to just showcase a little bit and give people a taste. Maybe right off the bat, maybe it's that first draw to try to go and march down the field right away. Do you feel uh, a little something like that? Like Freddie might want to razzle-dazzle, show off a little bit, and, and Baker might want to try to push the envelope for big plays early?
0: I think they're going to try it. I don't know if it's going to be successful or not, but I think they have to at least give it a consideration. Like going into what they uh, what they think is a winnable game, do you want to get up and early and make – yeah. Titans have to play from behind with the banged-up offensive line. And a running back, we don't know if it, if Derrick Henry's healthy either. So the earlier you can get started offensively and the further ahead you can put yourselves above the Titans, the better. And I think it will result in a win if they're able to take a 10 nothing or a 14-3 lead by the end of the first
1: quarter. Right. Make them... Yeah, I, I, I totally agree with you. I think it's it's important to make the Titans have to throw. You don't. Their game plan is dink and dunk, run it, keep it close, squeak one out. Kind of like the last time they played in 2017 and beat the Browns, what, 12-9 or whatever it was? That's the type of game the Titans want. They want to draw it out. So if you get it open, and you open it up, and you take that lead, well... Now, what, Delaney Walker, good possession guy. Corey Davis hasn't really progressed. Deion Lewis might be the biggest wild card, the former Brown from 2013. If he's healthy, we know he can be dynamic in the backfield. But we want that to be the case, Matt. We want it to go up. Hopefully the Browns win the coin toss, get the ball first, score, and really put the Titans on their heels early. That's I'm with you. That's vital. Because if you make Mariota and that offense have to take chances, that's where you're going to put this thing away.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think we saw it last night, too, when the, after the game, the Packers were basically saying, hey, if we made Trubisky be a quarterback, hmm. we had a chance to win the game. And I think very much that is what you could say about guys like Mariota and Lamar Jackson. If you make them be a quarterback, you have your chance
1: at winning a game. Right, right. And with, with that in mind, Matt, this is also for Marcus Mariota just as a side story, like, him and Jameis Winston, the one and two picks in this draft. Pivotal years career-wise. Like, the Titans have Ryan Tannehill. behind yeah, mean, him. I thought that was a great signing for them depth-wise. Tannehill's nothing special, but he started a lot of games. Like, this is a career year for Marcus Mariota and a real prover year. Can he stay healthy? Apparently, he's put on some weight. So he's going to be looking to try some stuff. Um, when you, you think of the, let's say, the, the return game for the Browns here. Uh, we got the two kickers. Right, we got Austin Cyber and Jamie Gillen rookie cook kicking tandem. I think first time in the league since 2015 with the Dolphins. But the return game Hilliard and Johnson. Um, should we be expecting one to be, to be broken loose, or is this more again out of those two just a, a little bit more of a safety net? I'll be honest, Matt. That she he Giuseppe that burst. Brought back memories of Travis Benjamin and Josh Cribb. I got a little excited. I, I would like a little bit of pop in that return game. Do you think we'll get it?
0: I think you'll get more consistent production than you will that pop play that you're talking right. about. I, I don't. It, I mean, Dr. Don Charles Hilliard has a lot of speed to it, but I haven't seen it a lot in returns is you really can't judge off those of return drills in practice and there's no hitting, there's no blocking involved. I mean, it's, it's very minimal. So I'm not really sure we've seen what these young men can do yet, but I think if you're going to get a bigger explosive play, it's going to be Hilliard. The problem is you have to balance that with him being the second running back on the depth chart, or you have to be really comfortable with Dearness Johnson being a third down Back role where he's in there for blitz pickup and for catching the ball out of the backfield,
1: right? And Matt, this uh, coming down about a half hour ago, uh, away from this Browns game, Antonio Brown will score, will play on Monday. Wow, against the Denver Broncos. Just on a side note here, uh, I, I don't know, and I heard he made an impassioned apology to his locker room. Boy, Matt, that that really sends like the wrong message. That Mike Mayock and, and maybe to a lesser extent Gruden. That the, the kind of a pushover, especially Mayak, you get punked in front of everyone and then no discipline? That's not a great look.
0: Yeah, I didn't anticipate him playing, truthfully. No. I'm kind of surprised by that decision. I thought for sure he was looking at a four game suspended. I do not think it was going to be one. I thought Mayak was going to drop the hammer on him, but.
1: Gruen a, must have said he wanted him.
0: Well, the story that I read, they had the support of the captains including Derek Carr. They went in as a as a group and told, Houston, hey, whatever you do, we're behind you.
1: So that it would have been... Did
0: you have that kind of talent, and people are like, yeah, if you suspend them, okay. That tells you that there's a bigger problem
1: than we even know about. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, at least a game. At least send a message. The dude punked you, punted the ball away, threatened to, to punch you in the face, and you play. He's going to play. That is... That is a bad luck. This Raiders team is still a disaster. Who knows if he'll even play come Monday? Like, there's still a few days. Right? Until, until he actually takes the field, who knows? And he's quit during games before. He might just leave at halftime if he doesn't feel like it. He's been known to quit on his team before. Right? Like, you got that. Tyree Kill with a big extension with the Chiefs, too. Um, I guess that... That means that the Chiefs must be comfortable. There's no further police action coming down the pipeline, I suppose, because otherwise you wouldn't make that big of a deal. That is a huge investment in a receiver that, uh, again, the off-the-field stuff, I don't, uh, I'm not too comfortable, uh, if I was a Chiefs fan, of how much longer he can keep it together, because he's been a bit of a disaster on and off too. Yeah, uh, I,
0: I wouldn't feel great about that deal. Truthfully, um, yeah, I just, I, I don't, there's nothing that makes you feel good about it, in my opinion.
1: And, and you know what, the talent's there. You
0: hope so he can stay out of trouble, but he's proven that he has an inability to balance the talent, as you were talking about, with the off the field stuff.
1: Here, here's the deal three year, $54 million extension includes $35 million in guaranteed. So hopefully they put some language in there to back end themselves, but well, you know what? We we saw two, oh, two
0: you know they did especially after dealing with Kareem Hunt last year oh you know, yeah she's really put language oh, in there about yeah. personal conduct policy they'll get all that guaranteed money and that signing
1: bonus back if he goes a follow the law well we've we've just seen today two cases of talent winning out over ethical behavior or miss whatever. Uh, talent wins out in the NFL, man. There you go, right? So, all right. So, yeah, uh, that is very surprising. Antonio Brown is going to play on Monday. That kind of took me aback. But uh, in any case, if we get back to the Browns game here, Matt, who's your X factor? We'll do our X factors and our predictions here brought to you by Cleveland Whiskey. Make sure you visit our great sponsor, clevelandwhiskey.com. Check out their product and website on Twitter at Cleve Whiskey and Instagram uh, at Cleveland Whiskey where they got some great cocktails and recipes. Check it out. Trust me, clevelandwhiskey.com. Who is your X-Factor for the Browns on Sunday, 1 o'clock, Matt, at First Energy Stadium where that place is going to be rocking? I wish I was down there.
0: Am I allowed to say the holder slash punter?
1: Oh, you
0: can. Yeah, you can. I think that we have to see what the young kids can do. Uh, I'm going to say the specialists. Uh, Austin Seibert, the kicker, and punter Jamie Gillen are two guys who I hope we're not talking about on Monday unless it's a game-winning field goal right. not made, not attempted. Um, yeah, but th- those are those are interesting positions to watch because again, Gillen's never held in a game in the regular season at any point in his life, so not exactly sure what to expect out of him. And Cybert at some points looked great, and at some points was not good at all. And that's putting it mildly. Yeah. Um, they're in camp in the preseason. So ultimately we'll see what these two young men can do. And hopefully it doesn't come down to a game winning field goal. But if it does, maybe Austin Cybert surprises the heck out of us.
1: I, at least he made those kicks, man. I really hope. And if things go to plan, it should not. It really should not in this game come down to a game winning field goal. If things go as they should with all the Browns talent and the pieces missing from, the Titans. It shouldn't. You never know. But it should. My X Factor, I'm going to say uh, Eric Cush on uh, the right guard spot, Matt. I think how, and I don't disagree with you on the special teams, but I'll go with Cush in that we have a line that is almost, it kind of like skips as far as reliability, right? You have like, you have Batonio and, and you got Treder at center, but then right guard, left tackle Greg Robinson, who we can count on, but but can we? And Hubbard, like there's, There's a bunch of pieces. That group has to be efficient, working as one, because you got to, one, set the tone on the running game with Nick Chubb, especially in the second half if you're up to go pound the damn football. And two, keep our franchise quarterback safe and upright. So I'm going to say the offensive line going into this game. How comfortable are you with the O-line as a whole?
0: It all depends on how well the tackles play. In my opinion, I think the interior is going to be fine. Whoever lines up at right guard, week one, week two, week five, I think they'll be fine. The tackle spots are concerns for me. Uh, Chris Hubbard makes me a little nervous, and Craig Robinson. I mean, the guy was a number two overall pick, so you think he could play, but guy. When you're picked that high, people don't give up on you easily. Like, right, it takes a, a good bit and it takes a, a body of work to do that. And that I, I'm hoping he can prove that that's behind him and that going against Miles Garrett every day in training camp and in practice uh, has made him a better player. Ultimately, we'll see come Sunday.
1: It'll. I. It, it can't. It can't hurt. And, and when you have an O-line going up against that town, at least they're ready for to, to face some of the best so at least you have some practice in it there all right matt prediction time here cleveland whiskey prediction of week one and remember folks this year like in other years that well the victory monday or victory day after the game whatever day that is because the browns play a lot of thursdays Mondays, sunday nights and all that um we will have with the victory we hope to be having a lot of them but what is your score and prediction sunday one o'clock the Browns said they're going to set off fireworks an hour and two hours before the game to make sure sure people are in there and rocking and jumping and all that. What's your prediction, buddy?
0: Home fans go home happy. Yeah. I think it's going to be
1: 20... I'm going to say 24-10 Browns. 24-10 Browns. I like it. I'm going to go with the prediction coming off of me playing during my season mode of... Madden 20 on PS4 Browns versus Titans. Now I won that game 21, nothing. I'm not going to be so bold to say a shutout, but I would say final score Browns 21 Titans six, two field goals, offense stymied Browns, kick it up two touchdowns in the first half and then kind of sit back and enjoy. So that's what I'm saying. 21 to six. You're what? 24, 10. 2410. Okay. Well, hit us up, people, on Twitter, at Matt Floor Jancic. on Twitter, at Andy MC81, on Instagram, at Matt Flo Sports, and me at Andy Sports, and twitch.tv slash Andy Mac Live. Let us know your game predictions. Do the Browns win? What score? Let us know. Let's get off to a hot start. Matt, you're right in the heart of the city. Well, what's the vibe a couple days before before game day? Before is, Can you feel, like, I can feel the electricity, I think, coming across Lake Erie up here in Canada. Like, I, I'm, I'm feeling it. And I'm feeling whenever I talk to Browns fans mm-hmm. and just on. What's the vibe in the city?
0: You know, after months of talk, after weeks of practice and days of film study, everybody just wants the game to get here. Mm-hmm. Let's see what this team can really do. Let's fire up those uh those great exotic cars that we've had in the garage long. Oh, let's give them one hell of a run down the road you know that's i think the best way i can sum up how people are feeling they're excited they're ready to go and this is like nothing we've seen in a very long time oh man
1: it's it, it's here it is here folks one o'clock hopefully we'll be having a victory monday show here on SB Nation Dogs by Nature, make sure you're subscribing and checking out the website as well. Matt, I love it. You say 2410, I say 216. Let's do it, Cleveland. And Matt, before we go to real quick, that Miles Garrett Players Tribune article. I read it during the Packers Bears game because that was a bit of a snoozer, so I need to keep uh, keep awake. I read that. I was ready to fight somebody, Miles Garrett. That. That writing that's it, we're not supposed to be here. Him saying, we're not supposed to be here, but we're here. So many players on this team, the Cleveland Browns fans, everybody, we're not supposed to be here. Nobody wants you to be here. They like you being the stepping stone, they like you being the sad sack. We're not supposed to be here, but we're here. I was ready to go and I'm ready to go right now. Like, let's do it and let's prove you know what, Matt? Hey, I love it. Let- let's be the heels. Let the, the 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 booze drink them in the tears of fallen opponents drink them love it love the taste I can't wait I, I what did you think of that of that Miles Miles I mean, tri- I'm, tribute? I'm getting tribute Let's go I'm
0: just getting goosebumps thinking about it Let's go You know I'm I'm, a, I'm ready to go I'm ready to get the game that everybody <laughs> uh, has asked me all week rather You know are you, are you ready for this Are you ready to- for everything that provides right yeah, games, yeah. Th- this is the fun part. You do all the work, you then it training, camp. this is the opportunity
1: to have some fun. And I think we're going to have a lot of fun in this school. Damn right. And I, oh man, Miles Garrett, he gets it, man. That was a tremendous article. I recommend y'all read it if you haven't. Um, he's out on Twitter at Flash Garrett as a pin. That was just, a, it encompasses everything if you haven't read it. All right, buddy, good stuff. We'll hopefully see you for a victory Monday, and we'll talk to you soon. Enjoy the game. Uh, People follow along, Matt, at Matt Florjancic on Twitter. Thanks, buddy.
0: Sounds good, Andy. You have a good one.
1: All right. Thank you, sir. There he goes, Matt Florjancic, WKYC Sports in Cleveland. Oh, let's go bring it on. Bring on the Titans, people. Let's do it. You've been listening to The Doghouse, your inside look at the Cleveland Browns on SB Nation, Dogs by Nature doesn't love a good deal. Well right now at Wendy's you can get a Dave single for just three dollars which works out pretty great if you also love a delicious juicy cheeseburger made with fresh never frozen Canadian beef and fresh toppings like crisp lettuce onions and ripe tomatoes. Did I mention it's only three dollars? Because it's only three dollars. Hurry into Wendy's to get your three dollar Dave single
0: before September 22nd. At participating Wendy's only taxes is extra. Pride, it's a thing you hear when you talk to a Ford of Canada employee. Meet Sasha. Being a fourth generation employee is very special. I can still remember my grandfather, how happy he was to hear that I was going to continue on the tradition. For anyone who used to drive a car, they would love an Sport. Right now, get over $2,500 in total price adjustments on the 2019 Ford Sport Titanium. Hurry in. Ford employee pricing and September 30th. It's your last chance to get Ford employee pricing. To learn more, click on the banner.